The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilcom. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. It is Wednesday, June 28th. Thanks so much for being a part of the show today. we got a great one in store for you coming up. Uh, Rachel Bullman at 715. She's awesome. She is just awesome. She's been with um, Word on Fire now for a long time. Uh, Our Sunday Visitor has uh, uh, authored books through them. She's just uh, 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 just an incredible guest uh, and writer. I love her writing. She's got a new book out from Our Sunday Visitor called Becoming Wife, Saying Yes to More Than the Dress. We'll have uh, Rachel on at about 7.15 this morning. Jessica Thornton at 7.45, content manager at Catholic Ventures. She's going to be telling us about a new Lion and lamb uh press kit uh, it says that this thing is you know what first of its kind and i i have to say i i believe it i have not uh, i haven't seen something like this it's a book club for kids right i mean there's book clubs for adults out there but there's not a, a lot of uh, at least i've never really seen a book club for kids um it, they they really kind of claim it takes the stress out of all this kind of the summer reading uh and discerning for parents uh to be able to help their families grow in a relationship with the Lord Jesus. So we'll have uh, that for you coming up at about 7:45 today. Matt Wilkham will have your news, Mark Amadeo will have your sports, Jimmy We'll have your weather this morning. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt. Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Dental Associates, providing comprehensive dental and oral health care for your family. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. Iowa is once again engulfed in wildfire smoke from Canada, and Iowans are noticing hazy skies. With so much smoke in the air, the Iowa Department of National Resources has issued an air quality advisory for the entire state through Wednesday. Forecasters with the National Weather Service in the Quad Cities said that air quality was even worse than expected, with smoke reaching the ground. More smoke will be concentrated in eastern Iowa, sparing the Des Moines metro from the worst air quality issues. You smell it? Uh, yeah, I could actually. Last night? Ooh. Yeah. Coming in this morning even. Well, you remember, I was in New York for when, when all that was going down, when you couldn't see past your hand. Uh, I felt like, and you know, we we took off. The whole cabin of the of the uh, airplane smelled like smoke. But last night gave me a little eerie kind of remembrance of that. Yeah, I mean, walking the streets, you know, I, I was downtown uh, for an event, and I was like, okay. I think Minnesota. I think it has a record twenty some uh, day this year of uh, a severe. Well, it's a, an, an air advisory, air quality advisory. Yeah, you know for. For those, especially those who have, you know, sensitive lungs or sure. uh, you know, have uh, the sensitivity to this type of thing, just you know, stay inside and yeah, try try not to go out. I if, smelled if it. You can't. I don't. I don't smell it this morning though. So yeah, it I, does look a little hazy out there though. Yeah, yeah. I, I was you know coming in from the east side, I, I could see downtown through a haze. Yeah, and yeah. I I was like, it's not fun. Like, I, I smell a little, maybe a little bit of something. Right. 
The category, proper name, the answer, Ryan Seacrest, who will become the new Wheel of Fortune host after Pat Sajak's retirement next Ooh. year. Seacrest and Sony Pictures Television announced Tuesday that Seacrest has signed a multi-year deal to host the long-running game show. Sajak recently announced the upcoming 41st season would be his last on the show. It's the latest hosting gig for Seacrest, the popular American Idol host who also now rings in the new year for many on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Seacrest, who said he's humbled by the move, also praised Vanna White, another mainstay of Wheel of Fortune, and signaled she would remain on the show after Sajak's retirement. Were you kind of gunning for that gig, no. John? No. It, well, oh, I, I would rather do it than Seacrest. My goodness. The guy, what does the guy not do? Let's get some new blood in here. Huh? I know. It's like we need we need him to say Seacrest out. Yeah, you got You got to get someone new in there. I don't drop know. the mic. I mean, Wheel of Fortune is just like it, it's a it's kind of a show that kind of stands on its own, like Jeopardy. Yeah, you know. I mean, both are both are just kind of stalwarts, and it, it just no. How about you know? Aaron Rodgers? Uh, <laughs> no. Now that he's with the Jets, are yeah. you okay? I like that a little better then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? what what had what has already been an incredible and unforgettable year for Iowa basketball superstar Caitlin Clark has reached yet another level. Clark of West Des Moines was named the recipient of the Honda Cup Award, which is presented to the Collegiate Woman Athlete of the Year at a, cel- at a ceremony Monday night in Los Angeles. The choice was little surprise considering she was the consensus national player of the year while citing historic statistical marks and leading Iowa to a national championship game appearance against LSU. The former Dowling standout has the option of staying at Iowa one or two more years before transitioning to the WNBA. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Wednesday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, Midwest teams that were in action on Tuesday in the National League, the Philadelphia Phillies, defeated the Chicago Cubs by the score of 5-1 to one at Wrigley Field in Chicago. In New York, the Mets defeated the Milwaukee Brewers by the score of 7-2. to two. In the American League, the Cleveland Guardians defeated the Kansas City Royals by the score of 2-1 to one in Kansas City. And the late game last night in Los Angeles, the Angels defeated the Chicago White Sox by the score of 4-2. to two. And an interleague play in St. Louis, the Cardinals defeated the Houston Astros by the score of 4-2. to two. And in Atlanta, the Braves defeated the Minnesota Twins by the score of 6-2. to AAA baseball, the Iowa Cubs begin a six-game road trip today at Omaha. The Iowa Cubs at the Omaha Storm Chasers, the AAA affiliate of the Kansas City Royals. First pitch today, noon, at uh, Warner Park in Omaha. High school softball tonight here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. It'll be Dowling Catholic out of Class 5A taking on Southeast Warren out of Class 1A. Southeast Warren ranked third, and the game will be played in Milo, Iowa, just south of Indianola. Join Joe Stacy for the broadcast tonight at 7 o'clock, first pitch on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Wednesday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact on June 28th, we remember fondly the tales of the big blue ox and a mighty lumberjack. It is National Paul Bunyan Day. Mm. 
One account states that the tales of him began in 1837, but it was a 1922 edition of stories that inspired many others, and soon the character's plaid shirt and far-fetched characteristics spread ac- across all of the U.S. and Canada. Wow. There you go. Paul Bunyan. If there's any, anybody that we need today... It's Paul Bunyan. It's Paul Bunyan. We, we need him? We need him to come and make some fire breaks up yeah. in Canada. Yeah, that's true, actually. So we can get these... Wildfires under control. Deacon Tony was just showing me the app on that. Uh, you, you can see all the fires up there on uh, in Canada. Holy cow! Yeah, so kind of oh, creepy. Paul, kind of creepy. Yeah. All right. What's the weather, Jimmy? Wet. Wet. That's today. Much what it's going to look like. Uh, shower. Uh, showers and thunderstorms. The chance of those today. Breezy, partly sunny, and a high in the upper eighties. In fact, uh, it's going to be a chance of showers and thunderstorms. All the way through Friday, partly cloudy tonight, that overnight low in the upper 60s. Mostly sunny, low 90s tomorrow, and then mostly cloudy with uh, more chances of showers and thunderstorms Friday and a high in the upper 80s. 68 at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios, 66 in Creston, 67 in Oskaloosa and Fairfield, and 65 in Marshalltown. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Knights of Columbus, Borman, and Pfeiffer Agencies, offering life insurance, annuities, long-term care, and disability insurance. 563-689-6801. That's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, I uh, w- was reading a little bit of uh, the Holy Father this morning, his um, his uh, Wednesday general audience, and uh, he talked about St. Mary McKillop, and um, she was a religious sister, devoted her life to providing Catholic education to the poor in rural Australia. And uh, here's what he says. He says, St. Mary was convinced that the purpose of education is the integral development of the person, both as an individual and as a member of the community, and that this requires wisdom, patience, and charity on the part of every teacher. He said, um, and he was you know, talking to teachers and uh, administrators of, of schools. He says, thank you for coming in this heat with the sunshine. Thank you so much for your visit. He says um, uh, that uh, McCallop was the first of eight children born to Scottish immigrants in 1842. Uh, it's what's now known as Melbourne. And um, at the time, the European settlement in Australia had been established for a little over 50 years. Uh, and she just went to town really just helping establish these schools and orphanages all across Australia um, to be able to help uh, children in need. But here's the thing that I have always really appreciated. I just wanted to comment on this as I was kind of reading and reflecting on the Holy Father's comments this morning, is he says something that I think could be lost very easily. He says, she was convinced that the purpose of education is the integral development of the person. So, both as an individual and as a member of the community, right? And, and, and of course, the church here, uh, continuing on with what the Holy Father is saying, uh, talks about that, that education is not just about going to get A, B, Cs, and Ds. And I think this is important just, just for us to reflect on real quick. It is, it is to become a saint, right? It is, is to help us intellectually, yes, but it's to help us spiritually, emotionally, Physically, even. I remember PE, right, as they used to call it. Physical education, right, to be able to help me, uh, to help me, well, it didn't really help me get in shape. I was pretty big in those days. But to be able to just just help me in general, try to learn how to live a healthy life. Right, and that's the thing I love about our faith when it comes to education. Is, is it's not about, it's not, it's not just about the, uh, the intellect. It's got to be. More than anything about the soul. 
So, you know, as we take this summer break, as we understand, you know, they, you know, we're, we're, we're here smack dab in the middle of summer here, uh, and I get it. Uh, but, but to go into this next year understanding, especially our educators, that uh, the primary reason that we do what we do, the primary reason you do what you do, is to be able to help form saints. Again, intellectually, yes. Physically, emotionally, but spiritually. Where's our soul? Coming up right after this, we're going to be uh, talking to Rachel Bullman. Rachel is um, author of many books. She's got a new one out called Becoming Wife, Saying Yes to More Than the Dress. Rachel's just an awesome guest. I'm going to have a lot of fun uh, with her. She's just so good when we come back. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Gold Dome Buildings. Gold Dome is locally owned and operated, serving Des Moines and surrounding areas since 1992. Builders of garages, farm buildings, customized backyard sheds, and playhouses. GoldDomeIowa.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. Mercy College provides unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules. Since 1899, Mercy College has been transforming students into healthcare professionals. Guided by Catholic values, our faculty put classroom theory into practice. Students are prepared for roles in service and leadership throughout their own careers. Learn more at mchs.edu. Mercy College of Health Sciences. mchs.edu. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio was provided by Bows and the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Thank you to our business partner, Matt Moffat, offering Fiberneu Restoration Services. Eco-friendly and mobile, Matt can come to your home or business to repair, restore, and renew damaged leather, plastic, vinyl, fabric, and upholstery. Learn more at Fiberneu.com slash Altoona Des Moines. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Like Iowa Catholic Radio on Facebook. Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at goldenrulephc.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Coming up the second half hour, we're going to be talking about The Lion and the Lamb, a Catholic children's book club to be able to help you and your family uh, this summer. So uh, looking forward to that. Let's go to our next guest. She's the author of the new book, Becoming Wife, Saying Yes to More Than the Dress, Rachel Bullman. Back on the show. Hi, Rachel. 
Good morning, John. How are you? I'm I'm great. It's been way too long. You, you, I've always said it you're has. one of my you're one of my favorite guests. You're great. Oh, thank you so much. I love your writing. What have you been up it. to? So, I mean, you're still with Word on Fire, still doing some stuff there. I am. I am still doing some stuff there. So it's it's been good. Just raising, trying to raise some saints over here. Nice, <laughs> nice. What what are we up to now for kids? We are up to six. Nice. So I, I, we we doubled up with the last one. So oh, really? Twins? Two, yeah. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So I mean, what? So yeah. are, are we still writing? Uh, what else are you doing? Uh, writing right now, I'm actually up at Steubenville at the Hildebrand Project for the Philosophy Seminar and doing some writing and doing some speaking. So just keeping myself busy, like like in my spare time, I guess, while, yeah. we're, while we're raising some kids. I yeah, was going to so say. They love exactly. it, and it's been great. That's awesome. Um, this this book, Becoming Wife, Saying Yes to More Than the Dress, uh, where, where, did this, where did this come from? You know, whenever we were, my husband was actually ordained to the diaconate about, he's now a year into it. So June 11th of 2023. And during that formation, which in our diocese was six years, I was sitting there thinking about, you know, we, they were encouraging all the wives, you know, strongly encouraged to come to all of the formation weekends. So Mm -hmm. it was once a weekend, once a month for a weekend for six years. And, and through that, you know, I was kind of wrestling with, this the identity of being a wife, this vocation, this Christian state of life. And so I go out, I go to Google, and I'm like, I'd really love to read some books on being a Catholic wife. Um, and there really wasn't a lot out there, not not for just just a wife that's trying to find her way, you know, not a wife that that, that is a keen to philosophy and theology. There's some stuff out there from um, Cardinal Scola, of course, John Paul II talks, talks about it. You have other philosophers that also talk about it, like Dietrich von Hildebrand and his wife Alice. And but as I kept reading, I was like, gosh, I'd really like to find something that that anyone could read, you know, that has that has some time to sit down with a cup of coffee and and spend some time exploring what it means to be a spouse. And so I started really praying with it and writing things out. And then this book was was born of that, was born of the Akana formation, was born of my my own marriage and my own journey. And hopefully it'll help everyone to kind of reframe their their understanding of what it is to be a wife, what it is to be a spouse. And, and know that this is a forever kind of thing with a forever kind of commitment and journey. Can I throw you off a little bit here? Sure. You ready? What What does it mean to be a husband? Oh, man, that's a good question. Throwing you, know, you off here the so early funny. this morning, Rachel. Well, you know, I like it. I like starting off with being thrown off. Yeah. But, um, yeah. it, it, uh, in the opening of the book, in, in the, the introduction, I, I said to my kids, you know, we have three girls, three boys. And I said, I don't know what your vocation is going to be, but I hope that you're going to find something in this book that helps you along that vocation. So I still think that there is a, there's some thoughts in here, even for, for men, for yeah. women in religious, religious life. Actually, one of my very good friends um, is, a, is a sister, and she, uh, Sister Josephine. And we were talking, and she's like, Rachel, this whole this whole notion of becoming wife, I picked it up thinking like, oh, I'm just going to read this and not get a whole lot out of it. But she said, but I'm looking at, at there was one chapter on on betrothal and how we're all the entire body of Christ is betrothed to the bride, the bridegroom to Christ. Oh. And she's like, and I was just sitting here thinking, this is me. Like, this is my life. So there is something there for all of us because we are all engaged to be married in that sure. way. Sure. I mean, this is this is it. Right. I mean, and and I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm still learning. So, I mean, you know, that's a. <laughs> <laughs> as a, yeah, as a right. husband, um, but you know, I I, I want to I, more than anything. I want to be a protector, and I want to I want to 
help my family to become saints. And I know that's a shared thing for both my wife and I, right? I mean, you said it right at the beginning of this. Uh, to be to be a I, I feel like that I, I don't admit, you, you're you're the pro here, but to be a spouse is to do everything you can to get your your spouse to heaven, right? Amen. Mm-hmm. And your kids along yeah. the way. Exactly, and I mean it, it's so interesting because I one of the things that I say is that as you're as you're loving your spouse and they're loving you, you're you're healing on the way to heaven. And so I think that the more and more that there's this, this kind of surplus of love that you have, your healing and your healing is, is helping you in this journey towards sainthood. Hmm. And so it, it then becomes an evangelization because everybody sees this healing that's occurring. And your, your sacrament of marriage then becomes a light of Christ for the world. You know, I'm sure you guys have seen that in your own marriage, that when people see you and how you love each other, they're reminded of the love of Christ. And it's just such a beautiful call and something for us to all think deeply about what it means to be married, what it means to be a spouse, and what we do for the church and the world. So how do you get out of the rut for those that are uh, preparing for marriage that I, I think is, is all too familiar for us today that, that you know, there, there seems to be a little more preparation for the wedding, right, than, than the right. marriage. And, and that's, oh, right. I, I just, my heart hurts when I see that. It does. And I think that, I mean, that's the, honestly, it's, it's a, it's a tool to distract us. And we see it all throughout the spiritual life. You have this one thing that is really directed interiorly to you, for you to be able to reclaim that, that original solitude that we have with Christ, with God. And then there's all these distractions. So, you know, do that task out there, things pulling your heart in all of these various ways. And I would say for a couple that's preparing for marriage and you're, you're being consumed by what color and who's on the guest list and who's going to sit where, yeah. please make sure that you take some time, probably once a week, especially during the throes of all of it, to spend time with your soon-to-be spouse and not talk about the wedding. Mm. Because this is preparation for forever. And when you're done talking about the wedding, what are you going to talk about? And so there really needs to be an interior freedom to just be with your spouse to be at a place where you're not consumed by the tasks. I mean, John, we both know it in our own marriages, right? So many years, there are times when you're sitting at the dinner table and you're like, gosh, I feel like I've actually not talked to you. We've only talked about all the things we have to do. And so being able to really take that time for it to not be task-oriented, but for it to be you and me oriented. Mm. How are you? How am I? And to really be able to dive into those conversations that's good practice forever. You you talk about the Blessed Mother in here, and you kind of go through her life a little bit. Yes, yes. One of the one of the things that happened on our way to diaconate formation, I was praying the rosary, and I, I, I just walked into the wedding at Cana, you know, just in this Ignatian way, yeah. and was imagining her telling them, you know, do whatever he tells you, and that there was this moment of, of oh my goodness, like a, a bittersweet moment, like I know what my husband, oh, I know what my son is called to do. But I also know that I love him so much. But I know that I've loved him because this is what his life is supposed to be. And so I know that that's the way that we feel together in marriage, too, that there are moments when when our husbands are going to be called to do something. And it's a bittersweet thing because the way that I've loved him has also allowed this reality to happen and the way that he loves me, too. So it's just this constant knowing that that we love our spouses in order to give them to God. And so the Blessed Mother is the perfect example of that, that this reception and this giving of love is really just to allow the other to become who they're meant to be. None of it is for me other than the love and the grace that God has given me through my spouse, but it's really all for God. And so it's just such a beautiful way to look to her as the archetype of what it is 
to then allow something to, to grow in, in the womb of your heart and to then be for the world. And I hope that we would do that for our spouse. You also talk about uh, St. John Paul II, St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross in here. I mean, I, I, you're, you're going some heavy hitters. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, they, were, they were haunting me and following me because I would sit here and think about, oh, gosh, no one's ever going to read a book like this. And then John Paul II would talk about holiness as a call and a task. Mm. And then uh, Teresa, I'm, I'm reading St. Teresa Benedict at the Cross, Eva Stein, and, and she's talking about the fact that we are being and but we are also becoming, that we are stagnant, but we are also dynamic. And I'm thinking, gosh, there's so much about this that is calling me to continue to write. And so they were great friends to me as I was writing this book. And, and I think that all good evangelizers will always introduce you to the, to the people they've met along the way. And so they have been great, great conversationalists with me and their writings and the things that were happening in my own heart. And that's really what it comes down to is that being a wife is something that you are. Being a husband is something that you are. But every day that you learn to be more and more for your spouse, for your children, for for the church and and what God has entrusted to you, the more you become those things, the more you become wife, the more you become spouse, become husband. And I really hope that uh, they'll enjoy getting to know John Paul II and Edith Stein with me along the way, too. So give us, um, before we go here, give us a practical kind of, uh, uh, I don't know. I I know you're not a to-do list person with this book here, but I I, I like to-dos when it comes to what, what do I need to do? Why, do I take take my wife on some dates? Like, how does this work? What do you, what do you recommend to really start this process of, of growing closer and holding this together? Sure. You know what my favorite thing to do is to find a space in your house that when you get home, you put your phone there. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah. I like that's a that. Big one. So you go home, you put your phone there, and you leave it there when you're with yourself and your children. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so simple. I mean, it's so simple, but so difficult. It's so simple. It's yeah. so simple. And um, I actually have a setting on my phone to where when I am within five miles of my house, it automatically turns on this do not disturb. What? Yes. Really? I I didn't even, it's crazy. And so people will call me and they're like, Rachel, I've tried to call you five times. It keeps going to voicemail or you don't answer me or you didn't see my text. And I'm like, oh, well, when I'm at home, my phone turns on this do not disturb thing. I'm so sorry. But it really helps you to just realize that when you're there and you're with people and especially the people that you've been entrusted with, to care for them, and you can't care for them if your eyes are somewhere else. Mm. And so it's something that I have to continue to remind myself and to grow in. But I think that that is the best thing to put at the top of the to-do list, that you put things down that are drawing you into a digital world and accept the reality that's been given to you and those people that have been entrusted to you, especially your spouse. Yeah, don't don't say any more. That's hard enough. All right. So I I, I got to do that now. The book's called Becoming Wife, Saying Yes to More Than the Dress. Rachel Bowman, you're just always awesome, uh, Rachel. God bless oh, your, God, your work. You. Do you have a website or anything like that we can point more people to? Sure. Uh, RachelBullman.com. They can come and, and hang out and find me on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. RachelBullman.com. God bless you, Rachel. Thank you. All right, you too. Thank you. All right, friends. I, I this is just so important for us, right? As uh, as spouses, I mean, it, this is you know you, we we throw out the word invest a lot, but I mean we we just we got to invest in each other. And you know, as Rachel was talking about, this is the most important thing for those of us that have kids. This is the most important thing you're ever going to give to your kids is to love your spouse. 
you know, and this one, of course, this, this book is tailored towards uh, women, which um, she just, you know, writes with, with such a great heart. Uh, but but I, I think, as she said before, you know, it can go go both ways here uh, for the husband as well. So uh, get the book Becoming Wife, Saying Yes to More Than the Dress. You can get it on Amazon. Go to uh, Divine Treasures um, locally here. And uh, if they don't have it, they'll order it for you. Go to OSV, our Sunday visitor as well. All right. Coming up, second half hour, Jessica Thornton's going to be on uh, content manager at Catholic Ventures. She's going to be talking about a new Lion and the Lamb, first of its kind Catholic Children's Book Club. We'll have that for you in the second half hour. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Stick around, everybody. Your gospel and reflection right now. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but underneath are ravenous wolves. By their fruits you will know them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Just so, every good tree bears good fruit, and a rotten tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a rotten tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. So by their fruits you will know them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart Parish in Ankeny. One of the things about good fruit and good trees is its consistency. Good trees can be counted on to produce good fruit. As we examine ourselves today, do we have this natural virtue of consistency? Can we be counted on to produce good fruit? Can we be counted on in our ways we interact with others, to say good things about other people, to see the good, to have a wise and measured view of reality? In our spiritual lives, can we be counted on to pray for others, to spend time with the Lord each day? This consistency in our lives while even on a natural level in forming good habits, helps us to bear supernatural fruit in the life of grace. So let's seek to be consistent, just as that good tree that bears good fruit is consistent. May the Lord bless us with this grace today and always. Let us continue praying for one another, and God bless you. Support for programming comes from Dr. Vince Hassel, a board-certified chiropractic physician offering patients all-natural doctor-supervised weight loss programs, lifestyle modification, and pain relief to achieve optimal health and wellness. Learn more at weightlossindemoines.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. Ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dr. David Ball from Des Moines Eye Surgeons, your total eye care specialist specializing in cataracts and glaucoma care. Des Moines Eye Surgeons, 515-255-3546, dmisurgeons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear, in business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Thanks for tuning in, friends. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. All right, coming up, we're going to be talking about a first of its kind. Um, new, and this is this is really cool, um, a Catholic children's book club uh, for your kids. So to be able to, uh, you and your kids, to be able to help uh, grow in holiness in the family. I think that's that's a theme today, right? I mean, it kind of seems like it is so far. Growing in holiness as spouses, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about how we can do that as parents as well. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt. Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Dental Associates, providing comprehensive dental and oral health care for your family. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. Iowa is once again engulfed in wildfire smoke from Canada, and Iowans are noticing hazy skies. With so much smoke in the air, the Iowa Department of Natural Resources has issued an air quality advisory for the entire state through Wednesday. Forecasters with the National Weather Service in the Quad Cities said that air quality was even worse than expected, with smoke reaching the ground. More smoke will be concentrated in eastern Iowa, sparing the Des Moines metro from the worst air quality issues. The dictatorship of President Daniel Ortega in Nicaragua has set up the red and black flags of the regime's socialist political party in front of the cathedral in Matagalpa. The bishop, Rolando Alvarez, was sentenced in February to over 26 years in prison, charged with treason to the homeland. The act of placing the flags could be a way to lower the morale of the clergy and laity who are praying for their bishop. The current dictatorship does not respect the right to religious freedom, despite it being enshrined in the Nicaraguan constitution. Is he the one that voluntarily stayed back to be in prison? The bishop, I think he is, yeah. yeah. He had the chance to, to leave, leave yeah. go to Florida or wherever, but he right. said, no, I need to stay with my people. Right, right. And, and as he, we uh, know, anybody who was in prison, especially in Nicaragua, right, and in this particular prison in Nicaragua, does not do well. Yeah. They use certain methods of torture and whatnot that I, 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 I can't. Imagine. Well, it caught the attention of the Pope. Um, and I remember I remember uh, watching uh, or reading, you know, and, and watching kind of this as it was unfolding. And I mean, he, he was friends. He was given the opportunity to leave uh, and come here to the United States. I don't know where exactly. Maybe Florida. And, and he said, no, he said, I will not abandon my people. And he stayed back voluntarily into this into this prison. And he will probably die there. Right. He will probably die with his people there. I, I, I was just floored. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he's sort of like another Cardinal Pell type figure. Sure. Someone who does not run from the cross, but embraces it. And I would expect maybe at some point Cardinal Pell and if if Bishop Alvarez dies in prison, mm. that maybe his cause as well might oh, be yeah. opened. Yeah. I, I, this this bishop here, I, there, there's no question. I mean, just what a what a holy man. Yeah. Inspiring. 
Italy's culture and tourism ministers have vowed to find and punish a tourist who was filmed carving his name and that of his apparent girlfriend in the wall of the Colosseum oh, in Rome, man. a crime that resulted in heavy, hefty fines in the past. The message reading Ivan plus Haley 23 appeared on the Colosseum at a time when Romans already were complaining about hordes of tourists uh, flooding the Eternal City in record numbers this season. In 2014, a Russian tourist was fined $25,000 and received a four-year suspended jail sentence for engraving a big letter K on a wall of the Colosseum. Mm. The following year, two American tourists were also cited for aggravated damage after they carved their names in the monument. Unbelievable. What has already been an incredible and unforgettable year for Iowa basketball superstar Caitlin Clark has reached yet another level. Clark of West Des Moines was named the recipient of the Honda Cup Award, which is presented to the Collegiate Woman Athlete of the Year at a ceremony Monday night in Los Angeles. The choice was little surprise considering she was the consensus national player of the year while setting historic statistical marks and leading Iowa to a national championship game appearance against LSU. The former Dowling standout has the option of staying at Iowa one or two more years before transitioning to the WNBA. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Wednesday morning, yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, Midwest teams that were in action on Tuesday in the National League, the Philadelphia Phillies, defeated the Chicago Cubs by the score of 5-1 to one at Wrigley Field in Chicago. In New York, the Mets defeated the Milwaukee Brewers by the score of 7-2. to two. In the American League, the Cleveland Guardians defeated the Kansas City Royals by the score of 2-1 to one in Kansas City. And the late game last night in Los Angeles, the Angels defeated defeated the Chicago White Sox by the score of 4-2. to two. And an interleague play in St. Louis, the Cardinals defeated the Houston Astros by the score of 4-2. to two. And in Atlanta, the Braves defeated the Minnesota Twins by the score of 6-2. to AAA baseball, the Iowa Cubs begin a six-game road trip today at Omaha. The Iowa Cubs at the Omaha Storm Chasers, the AAA affiliate of the Kansas City Royals. First pitch today, noon, at uh, Warner Park in Omaha. High school softball tonight here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. It'll be Dowling Catholic out of Class 5A taking on Southeast Warren out of Class 1A. Southeast Warren ranked third, and the game will be played in Milo, Iowa, just south of Indianola. Join Joe Stacy for the broadcast tonight at 7 o'clock, first pitch on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Wednesday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact, the Roman Colosseum's outer walls are covered in three levels of Doric, Ionic, and Corinthian columns, and each level has 80 arches. Of these, 76 are numbered with Roman numerals still visible above them in some places. They served as guides, so citizens knew where to find their seats. Out of the 80 arches that made up the external wall at the ground level, only 31 remain intact. Just don't carve your name into them. No. no. My, my son, Roman, and I, we were in Rome last summer. Yeah. By the way, happy birthday, Roman. Nice. Um, and that's, that is something that we did not think to do. Yeah. Carve, carve our initials. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be here right now, Matt, if that, if that was <laughs> something you decided to You'd do. be in prison in Italy somewhere. Yeah. 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 Five years. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, for for carving his name. That that was uh, again. I I wouldn't have thought to do it too. And even if I would have, uh, that's not happening. 
what was unbelievable was especially was that there was another it was an American tourist who noticed this guy doing this activity yeah. and he went up and he 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 asked him he's like are you serious are you seriously doing this really and he started filming him oh and all the guy could do was just give this sort of sly smirk I didn't see the uh, kept I didn't see curving. the video coverage and he then this other guy he took he showed the video to apparently a, a guard yeah there the authorities he and his supervisor did nothing about it oof so yeah, what a, the guy put it online is that how he got yeah, caught? He posted it online oh man apparently oh. they're still looking for him so oh. they are still looking for the guy they haven't caught him you no know, if you know Ivan <laughs> if you know his where is he from the stage we don't I know have no idea oh no yeah but uh was it you Jimmy was it was it I, Jimmy? I, I never leave the <laughs> anywhere. I, I didn't see you the last couple of days. Where, where you That's been, Jimmy? You here. Where you been? <laughs> I thought I saw his name on last summer. Yeah, on the wall. I, of the I saw Jimmy. Probably in every there. stone I go by, I, I take a hammer and chisel, and every tree I go by, I have a little knife. I saw the weather carved you, into the coliseum. You like carved the Superman <laughs> logo, Superman logo. <laughs> into the. <laughs> I don't know about you, Jimmy. Yeah, don't 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 Nobody carve does. your name. Don't carve your name into uh, the Coliseum. Let's just How about your get that out there. Yeah. All right. All right. We're all we're all in agreement. <laughs> Jimmy, with the weather. I agree on nothing. <laughs> uh, chance of showers today, partly sunny, a high in the upper 80s and breezy as we uh, get the day underway tonight. More showers of thunderstorms uh, sticking around the area and will through the uh, rest of the week. Partly cloudy tonight, that overnight low in the upper 60s. Showers of thunderstorms, mostly sunny. Low 90s tomorrow, Friday. Showers of thunderstorms, mostly cloudy and a high in the upper 80s. 68 now at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studio, 66 in Creston, 67 in Oskaloosa and Fairfield, 65 in Marshalltown. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Knights of Columbus, Borman, and Pfeiffer Agencies, offering life insurance, annuities, long-term care, and disability insurance, 563-689-6801. That's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, his name means lover of peace, and he lived out that name throughout his life. St. Irenaeus today was born in modern-day Turkey in the 2nd century and served as a bishop in France. He is widely known for his persuasive writings on the heresy of Gnosticism, which claimed to have secret knowledge from Jesus passed on to only a select few disciples. Irenaeus wrote five books which were translated into many languages and all but eliminated Gnosticism. Irenaeus, in both his writing and his personal dealings, exhibited a true form of Christian charity, hoping not to prove his thinking superior, but to win over his opponents to the truth. He had tremendous patience. When the Pope excommunicated a group of Christians over the date on which they celebrated Easter, Irenaeus interceded, indicating that the difference was minor and based in an ancient tradition, and eventually convinced the Pope to reinstate the group. St. Irenaeus passed away in the 3rd century, though the circumstances surrounding his death are not all clear to historians. He is one of the early stalwarts of the faith, a doctor. He is a father of the church. We ask today St. Irenaeus to pray for us. Amen. One of my favorites. When we come back, uh, we're going to be joined by Jessica Thornton. She's going to be telling us about a new, it's called Lion and the Lamb. It's a Catholic children's book club. This might be a great gift for your kiddos or your grandkids. We'll have that for you when we come back. John Lee Nutty here on the Catholic Morning Show.
You're listening to The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Wednesday, June 28th. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Are you good with graphics and video? If you're looking for ways to put your technology savvy to good use, consider applying for the Digital Evangelization Specialist opening. The diocese is looking for someone with technology experience to help us help others know and love God. The support group Nourish for Caregivers meets today. Join us at 6 o'clock at St. Pius X Parish in Urbandale. If you're caring for a parent, a spouse, or a child, and you're looking for a faith-based support network, this is the right place. Come see what Nourish for Caregivers is all about at 6 o'clock today at St. Pius. You've probably received a subscription letter for your monthly newspaper, The Catholic Mirror. Please consider taking a subscription, and if you can afford it, one for someone who cannot. Your support is instrumental in bringing important news and inspiring stories of faith to the faithful in Central and Southwest Iowa. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Listen to Iowa Catholic Radio anywhere. Download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Gold Dome Buildings. Gold Dome is locally owned and operated serving Des Moines and surrounding areas since 1992. Builders of garages, farm buildings, customized backyard sheds and playhouses. GoldDomeIowa.com. Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at GoldenRulePHC.com. Would you like to get more involved as a volunteer? Intervisions Healthcare empowers at-risk women facing an unplanned pregnancy to make life-affirming decisions, but our nursing staff can't do it alone. Our unplanned pregnancy clinic seeks dedicated advocates, receptionists, and nursing volunteers to meet the needs of hundreds of at-risk patients we see each year. If you are a people person who wants to help moms with unplanned pregnancies, contact us today at 515-440-2273 or visit IVHcare.org. Oskaloosa's Main Street Annual Sweet Corn Serenade is happening July 27th from noon until 9 p.m. in Oskaloosa's City Square Park. Enjoy a craft and vendor fair, food trucks, children's activities, live music from Royce Johns, and the Oskaloosa City Band and more. Admission is free for this family-friendly event Thursday, July 27th. Main Street's Annual Sweet Corn Serenade in Oskaloosa. Learn more at mahaskachamber.org. A message from the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and KMFH 95.7 FM in Oskaloosa. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. John Lenetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guest. She is the content manager of Catholic Adventures. Jessica Thornton joins me. Hi, Jessica. Hi, John. How is it there in Iowa? Today? Oh, a little hazy. Where, where, are you, where are you calling from? Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. It is burning hot. Oh, I bet it is. I bet it is. Um, this is this is really cool, uh, uh, Jessica. And did, was this your idea, or you just kind of hired on as the content manager for it? It was not my idea, but I was hired on as a content yeah. manager for it. Yeah. And you, um, I mean, you got quite the background. I mean, obviously, you, you know, you were a teacher, librarian, uh, a blogger, so you're a writer, all of that. Um, and, but you say it was really kind of in homeschooling, your, uh, your six kids, where you really just kind of saw a need for something like this. Right. Um, I don't know if you've been to your local public library this month, but especially in the children's section, it's not the safest place for mm. Catholic kids. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so there was a need for good literature curated specifically for the Catholic family and for Catholic children in mind. So that is my dream job. I get paid to read and shop for kids' books, which uh, my husband is eternally grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. and you, you, I love here, you, you read thousands of, of books to your kids. I, I, I'd like to be in the in the dozens someday Um with that, my wife does most of the reading on this. But how, how is this? How is this new? And it, 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 I mean, it's a. It, first of all, I don't even think we got into exactly what it is. But I mean, it's a, it's a book club, right, for kids, for right. families. It's a subscription box. Yeah. I mean, you can order just the one time box. But the idea is, you would subscribe to the entire year, and you would get a book, a curated selection of books, and a cute box with some added gifts and discussion questions every quarter and they timed the box to come out in um, unison with the liturgical calendar. So the first box of the year comes out right before Lent and Easter. So it's a spring box, but it's also Lent and um, the Passion and the Triduum and all the saints that coordinate with those um, seasons. Then the summer box is um, actually a little bit more American. It's our aim was Father's Day, St. Joseph. We can do. We did do Sacred Heart. We have a book that um, leans on the Sacred Heart in our, one of our boxes. And then Fourth uh, of July, you know, praying for our country. Yeah. The fall box is going to be emphasizing gratitude, Thanksgiving, and All Saints Day, that wonderful pantheon of saints that we have. And then the fourth box comes out right before Advent, so Advent and Christmas. And winter. How do you choose the content for this? So I have some guidelines. Um, they're supposed to be an old Catholic treasure, a newer Catholic book, more, one that's been published more recently, a secular classic that's not going to be super mainstream. I'm never going to put the Chronicles of Narnia or Little House in the Prairie in your box because I assume that you already own those. Hmm. And if you don't, you should. Um, and I know Narnia. You know, Narnia and Little House are wonderful, wonderful books that every family should already have. Um, so an old Catholic treasure, hopefully, I mean, a secular treasure, like an undiscovered book. And then a newer published book that um, is going to be not necessarily Catholic, but hopefully something that your family will love and it will become a treasure. Yeah, I, I am. I'm a big fan of this. Uh, and, and, and this isn't just for kids. I mean, it seems like it, this seems like it's a, it's a whole family thing, right? Oh, totally. Um, especially because I think that I believe reading with your children is an act of service and it's a gift of time. And they're, you're passing on, um, you know, that's a gift of self. It's a it's sacrificing a piece of your day to to be with someone, to experience that time, to be in a story with them, and then hopefully to discuss it. And um, I really feel like you can't put a price on that. Sure. Sure. Um, what are the age ranges that you're serving here? So the young, yep, um, all of them. So yeah. our youngest box is zero to four. We call it the duckling box. That's going to be for your toddlers, your pre-readers, lap children, it's going to be a couple. It might have a wordless picture book, a pop-up book, a board book, um, maybe some picture books that have, like, uh, less text on the page, something that a very small child can pay attention to the entire story. Um, 
That's the duckling box. Those are really fun to find. And then our next group is lamb, which is ages five to eight. It's a little trickier. These are kids who still enjoy being read to but can probably read on their own or are actually totally taking off and are totally competent readers. So we've got the longer plot-driven, text-heavy stories, as well as some early chapter books. And our oldest group is 9 to 12, but I like to say 9 and up because I personally love reading all the books in our lion box. Those are longer texts. There's going to be, you know, novels that are two to 300 pages in there, some more technical nonfiction books. We just had a book in there called Holy Mysteries about different miracles all over the world, um, from the staircase in, in New Mexico to the liquefying blood of Christ in Italy. Nice. It was, it's just a fascinating story. I mean, it's not a story. It's nonfiction. Yeah. So it's yeah. very interesting. This is really cool. And um, you are... I, that's awesome. I mean, and you're constantly renewing the the content. I mean, you guys are always looking at it, and, and it seems here, from what I'm I'm reading, um, refreshing and making sure that you know you're, you're staying up to date on, on the newest Catholic stuff. We are. We're actually um, we we're just now hitting our one year mark, and we've nice. established some really great relationships with a couple Catholic publishers who have started letting me know in advance what's coming out. So I am. I am planning boxes ahead three quarters, so I'm starting to look at what's coming in your box next Lent, um, as well as making sure I can get everything that I want in your box that you're going to get in August. Yeah, yeah. So give us the details of uh, how much and and how do we go about doing it. So if you go to Catholic.store, their landing page is all about our Lion and Lamb box. And there's three ways to buy it. You can pay for one year up front. That's about $200. And then you'll just get the four boxes. You can get billed quarterly for $55. You'll still get that one is ongoing. So whenever you cancel, that's when it ends. But every quarter you'll get charged $55 and you'll get the box. Or you can send a one-time box. And the beauty of that, all of them, is that you can send it to someone else. Um, But the one-time box, I think, is a really neat opportunity for a First Communion gift or a Confirmation gift or maybe even a baptism gift to help kids get some of these books in their homes. The one-time box is $65. There's no subscription then. You're just getting that one box that you order at that time. But a lot of grandparents and godparents have been taking advantage of that to help evangelize their grandchildren and godchildren who don't live nearby. That's really cool. Uh, again, you can gift it to, to anyone. Um, uh, good for your grandkids as well. This might be just a great gift for a birthday over the course of a year. Um, it might be a great gift over the course of, uh, uh, you know, for, for Christmas, obviously, um, six months from now, but uh, n- never too early. It, this is just be a really good book for you and your family to grow in holiness. Not in a book, I'm sorry, book club. Um, and I, right. I, I love things like this. I really do, because we're talking whole family here. Again, uh, they make it easy on you. It's right at the front doorstep. Uh, God bless your work. Keep up the good work. Again, give us the website. Catholic.store. Catholic. That's what it is, really? Yeah. Catholic. Catholic.store. How do you guys buy that? <laughs> we're super blessed. Man, you guys were early on yeah. that. Huh? Yes. I think it's yeah. going to go for tens of thousands of dollars here, I'm, I'm sure, as, uh, yeah. as they, they continue this uh, uh, move away from .com to dot, you know, whatever it is, Catholic dot right. store. Man, now, what we are. now I'm jealous. Uh, keep up the good work, all right? 
Thanks, John. Jessica Thornton, everyone, uh, content manager of Catholic Ventures. Deacon Tony, let's pray. We pray for the intentions of our listeners, for all of our priests and religious, especially those who are being persecuted, and uh, we pray for them, the souls in purgatory, and let us pray the St. Michael prayer. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Mother Mary, pray for us. St. Joseph and St. Michael, protect us. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us. Protect us all from evil. And bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I am John Linetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water